up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the very first episode of WTR Presents Let's Talk About Wrestling. It's your boys, Hey312. My boy, Angel Dental Nerd is here. What's up, Hey? And today we are joined by one of Chicago's favorite sons, a rising star, Mr. Gringo Loco. What's up, buddy? What is going on, buddies? Uh, I really, really appreciate you guys taking the time to make me your very first guest. Yeah, man. We, we know we've actually been trying to get it done for a while, and like I said in the pre-show fist fight, um, that's what I called before the show. Um, you know, once again, had the ideas, never executed. That's uh, it's just you know, but but we're here now. We're here now. That's yes, absolutely. we've made it happen. And uh, this is something new that we're uh, that we're you know kind of doing. We have the other show we do. Friday, Saturday nights, where we go live on Facebook and just kind of recap the what's happening in wrestling, usually freelance or AEW at times, and WWE, or all things wrestling. Lucha Underground. Oh, yeah, we cover. We try but, to cover it all. But, yeah, but here, I guess uh, what we want to do is uh, get to know some of our favorite performers a little better. Not just performers, but, you know, maybe performers and... It sounds any super fans. Yeah. Um, and, and I, know, I know it was, gosh, I don't know, maybe... Three four months ago, that I came up to you after you you cut a promo at Freelance, and after you cut the promo, I like I had to come up to you. I caught you at the bar, and I was just like, I, we got to have you on our show because you were talking about an incident that it had occurred. It was like an anniversary for you, and it just blew my mind. And and I was like, holy crap, this dude is doing what he what he does in the ring when he had this happen to him. And I'll let you explain, but that's that was like we we need to hear this story. Yeah, no doubt. Well, first things first, I guess. Uh, how long have you have? How long have you been doing this? How long have you been wrestling? Uh, man, this is my sixteenth year. I was doing the math the other day. No and, shit. Uh, sixteen years in this, man. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, wow. yeah. And uh, you don't mind asking, how old are you now? What age? At what age did you start? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Okay. So uh, fourteen or fifteen-ish. Nice. Yeah. Man, look at you getting it yeah. done. Young buck. Well, you were telling us uh, literally, literally. <laughs> you were fifteen and you took a uh, pedigree for Bruce Pritchard. Uh, yeah, in front of him. <laughs> Swear, I was telling you guys earlier. I took this pedigree from a guy uh, in front of Bruce Pritchard, and I was like, "I'm going to the WWE because that cell was amazing." That's it. And I started uh, the next one to three kids. I, I started like <laughs> spending all my money, thinking I had a big contract coming in the mail. Never came. Hey man, hey. Uh, selfishly, we're glad that you're still here. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No, no, no. For sure. <clears throat> but that's what's up, man. Uh, so right now, I mean, I know you just had a big weekend. You're traveling all over the states. I know you got. You go to Mexico and Canada, right? Yeah, yeah, quite often actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This this, uh, this little loop was a three day uh, Texas and Nashville uh, show, so um, I'm a little beat up right now, but we're gonna get through this. Yeah, uh, t- tell me about this weekend, man. I, I saw um, you know, so, some of the locals that we get to see here were on the Arrow Lucha show. You know, our girl Kylie Ray, Thunder Rosa yes, was there. Yes. Obviously, we saw you. Shane Strickland was on the show as well, right? Yes, he was. There was a lot of familiar faces down there. Ray Mysterio Conan. Amazing. At first, I mean, it took me 16 years to meet the guy, but bro, amazing. I, I saw on your, on your, I don't know what social media, but you and Ray Mysterio, and I was just like, you know, like, I don't, I don't mean to be a nerd, but like, I was just like happy for you. I was like, yeah. dude, that's that's awesome. Like, I, I hadn't known if you had met him or not, but like, it's just cool, because I'm assuming, and please correct me if I'm wrong, like, Ray's got to be an inspiration for you. <laughs> I mean, so I was running through the, the scenario in my head before the show, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of his since the very beginning. I wonder how I'm going to feel when he comes into the room and says hi. Right. Starstruck, bro. Like, it was <laughs> yeah. like, there he is. There is the man himself right, right in front of me. Coolest dude you ever meet. Um, all the people that, you know, say that he's like the most humble dude, the nicest guy, I can confirm 
as a fact, he is the nicest guy I've ever met. Like, uh, he took pictures with anybody that wanted uh, a nice conversationalist. Like, it was a really good uh, experience. Very cool, very cool. Nice yeah. to hear. Nice to hear. For sure. I mean, I mean, I mean he's got to be on that Mount Rushmore of the luchadors, right? Absolutely. So, like, I mean, the pillar. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Alongside Conan, who was there too, you know, that's awesome, man. Uh, it was a very star-studded locker room. I was like, "What is going on? Why? Why am I here again?" <laughs> no, but <laughs> no, it was no. I know. I, 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 Big things happen for bro. I mean, you were in Janela Spring Break this year. That's we true. were super excited for you. That's true. That was a really exciting time too. That was where I was really nervous going out, but as soon as I got in and started doing my stuff, I was in my element. Yeah, yeah. And I was more ready than ever. Like I was like, "Let's do this." Awesome. All my work has led me to that point, and then we start working again, and it leads me to like Aralucha. You just got to keep on working. Of course. Know? So can um, I guess for continuity sake, can you explain a little how how the Janela spring break came to happen? Yeah. So I almost didn't do it, if you can imagine. Yeah, it was uh, months beforehand. Marcus Crane is like, okay, man, yeah, we have to do this Janela show. Uh, spring break, it's called. It's gonna be in Louisiana. I'm like, uh, are we gonna have to drive? Like, that's just that's always my first question, right? Because it sounds really far, and it was. It was like 13 hours. I was like, yeah. dude, I'll let you know. Never got back to him. Another month goes by. He's like, dude, I don't think you know how big of a deal this is, but it's WrestleMania weekend, and we have to do this. I was like, bro, I'll let you know next week. I don't wow. know next week, right? So then it got to a point where I was doing AIW in Cleveland, and the promoter Brett Lauderdale, who is like GCW, who is you know who does the show, okay. came to AIW and says, "We need you on the show, no just way. for me." I'm sure he came for the show or whatever, but he, yeah. he came to the back. He was like, "We need you on the show. Can you do it?" I was like, "Sure, man. If you're gonna have that much energy wow. about it, then I'll count me in." That's you know? a, that's amazing. Yeah. Now, I mean, looking that... back on it, I should have said yes right away. I mean, right? come on. <laughs> <laughs> like as a fan, I'm like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I did, I just I did, wasn't up on things. So, right, right. Um, I'm very glad I decided to do Absolutely. that show. Like, it was unbelievable. It was a really good experience. I mean, I popped when they announced that you're going to be on there, and I was just like, holy shit. I'm yeah. like, that's one of the boys. Like, that's, uh, that's our local guy. That's he, the he, local freelance guy who's going to be down there. Yeah. And, and I, was, I was very excited to see you there, man. And, you know, we saw the match. Honestly, right now, I don't remember who you went up against. Everfly, Z. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, KTB. Okay. Deppin. And Teddy Hart. The good old Teddy Hart. And he did, yes, bring the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Did Teddy give you any good stories? Uh, yeah, a number, a number of them probably uh, can't tell in his podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he is a character and a half. Uh, you guys should definitely have him on here because it would be longer than an hour long podcast. I, I, sure. I can definitely imagine. <laughs> I, forget, I, think, I think it was Colt's podcast I caught him on, and yeah. I couldn't believe the stories he was telling on a recording. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I would assume very made, illegal activity. Made you feel a little dirty? <laughs> Just a tiny bit. Tiny bit. Right on, right on. Uh, well, all right. Well, you know, one, another one of the reasons we want to bring you on is because you have a very interesting story. Uh, like Noel had mentioned earlier, uh, a few months ago you had an anniversary mm-hmm. of, a, of a health scare. Yeah. Um, you know, I know very little about it. Uh, can you... Kind of take us to what happened, or and uh, just yeah, tell sure. Story, it's, it's just uh, it's just a wild. Just, I was living my life uh, pretty crazily, so there was like very little sleep for a number of years. I would just go do wrestling, train, get up to go to work, and then just do the whole thing all over again for a number of years. So it got to the point where I had to make the drive to AIW to Cleveland. We do Cleveland show, everything's fine. Uh, we go to the after party. 
there's a, an incident that happens on the outside of the after party with a, with a policeman, which <laughs> I won't go into too much detail. <laughs> right, right. I have to then call an Uber to avoid <laughs> a, a bigger yeah. situation. I get the Uber. I get to the hotel. There's a problem uh, with the check-in at the hotel. So now the stress is starting to build, right? And I'm not exactly the most sober at the moment, right? So um, I finally get into the room. The heat doesn't work in the room, and it's freezing, okay? So now it's it's just it's one thing after another. Of course, after another. on. So then I try to lay down, and I try to, like, just sleep because I have a show in Chicago the next day, and I realize I don't have my car keys. So this is this is, this is is a major issue because then I don't have a car. That means I can't make the show. How am I ever going to get back to Chicago? How does that work, right? So I start freaking out a little bit. Of I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm in a frozen hotel room, um, and at the time, the, I had one of the older iPhones. The battery was not charging ever if you don't have an authentic apple charger it's not going to charge so my phone is dead i have no way of communicating with anybody that Jeez. i have a major situation on my hands and uh don't know what to do and i'm hoping that the keys are in the uber who knows right. because i don't have a cell phone to check with the uber driver so i have all of this on my mind right yeah yeah so i go and i um i go downstairs i'm like dude the heater doesn't work can you send up somebody please they send up like the most weird squirrely dude Serial killer like guy. Oh, no. I'm not even kidding. Like it's straight from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He's like, knocks on the door. He's like, hi. Um, I'm here to help you with your heater. Like just, wow. just creepy. Okay. Like I'm good. I'll freeze. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tell you guys a little detail about this guy. So like, he was like acting like he was, he was fixing the heater. He was looking me over, bro. Wow. And it, it starts to get even weirder. And then he sits on the bed next to me. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, bro, you gotta go, man. So then he leaves without fixing the heater. So I'm still in a frozen room, right? Yeah. So at this point, I'm looking up. I don't know what the hell to do, right? So I see a, it's raining outside. It's freezing. I see a gas station in the distance. I make this journey to try to buy a charger that I know that's not going to work, but I have to try something, right? Because what right. am I going to do? I have no keys. Of course. No way of communicating with the, with the promoter. Make it to the gas station. Buy the charger. Come all the way back. Connect the phone. Does not charge for four hours. So I'm laying there staring at the ceiling for four hours like, this is bad. This is so bad. It was the first time in my life I felt hopeless. Didn't really know what to do because the guy downstairs wasn't even trying to help at oh, all. Not even, that. like, can I log into my Facebook to, to contact someone? No, no, we don't do that here. Okay. Wow. So it's getting around to be 11 o'clock where you got to check out, right? And I I just don't know what I'm going to do. So uh, the squirrely guy comes back without asking and knocks on the door. He's like, oh, you know, I'm going to try to fix the heater again. I'm like, all right, do whatever you need to do. Do you have a cell phone? He has one of those flip phones. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Obviously, because he's a serial killer. <laughs> Um, and he, he lets me log into Facebook. It's like the weirdest login ever. It's like the touch. Wow. Oh yeah. I couldn't even yeah, imagine. Yeah. Do yeah that. Like seven, four times. Just as, yeah. yeah. So I send out a message to the promoter and the ring announcer, please help room one Oh four, uh, ASAP. That's all I wrote because I wanted that guy out of my room because he's a weirdo. Yeah. And I need help. Right. So I lay there. I mean, 11 o'clock comes and goes. I'm just waiting for them to call or come to kick me out. No car. Like, what am I going to do? I'm literally going to be on the street. Like, yeah. at this point, all the walls have closed in on me, in my mind. Jeez, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Gosh. I don't even know. If, you know, I just, I don't have keys. I don't have my phone. Yep. It's not charging. I tried to do the right thing to buy a charge. It doesn't work. Very, very, the most stressful night of my life. I, I can honestly say that. So, I'm just laying in bed like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, obviously hungover, like the worst hangover ever. Of course. And, uh, I forgot to mention that um, before I got into that Uber, I got a ticket for something by the policeman. So I have a fine in my pocket. It's just bad. Uh, yeah. So I hear a knock at the door. I was like, man, it's going to be this squirrely dude again, bro. Like, this is not my life, right? 
And it's the ring announcer. Nice. And I, I just see him and I hug him so tight because I'm so happy like course, it's like, going to finally kind of end, right? But yeah. now it's like the you have to like crawl back into your life now, you know? Right, right. So, again, that cheap charger was connected for four hours and it would not turn on. I get into his car. He has a Verizon charger. I connect it. 30 seconds later, the phone turns on. So that's step number one, right? <laughs> There you go. Uh, Coming back. So we start driving. I'm like, dude, I don't know if my car is there. He's like, all right, let's just go get breakfast. The promoter's there, whatever. And um, I, I'm down at like five coffees, right? Again, this is with no sleep. And I really didn't sleep before I drove to Cleveland the day, the, the night prior. So this is like, it's just snowballing. It's just a bad situation, right? Down in coffees, I'm like, all right, bro, um, I'm going to contact Uber, and then we're going to see if she has my key. So I have to wait to, for this lady to call me back, right? And uh, she calls me back, and it's like a moment of truth. It's like either this is going to get better, and I'm going to make the show, or I'm not, and I'm, I don't know how I'm ever getting back. I'm going to have to change the ignition at a dealership or something. Yeah. Oh, man. So she's like, yeah, yeah, you were pretty wild last night, because I don't remember, right? Of yeah, course. I, I did find your keys. I'll be there in half an hour or whatever. So, wow. okay, so that's step number two. We're getting out of this, right? Yeah, yeah. So she brings the keys. I give her a tip. Everything's fine. We're not out of the woods yet, because... I remember right before I get into the Uber, it was my car with an, a tow zone arrow pointing right to my car. I am in a very bad... Oh, so it's like, it, we're not out of it yet. I'm no. like, dude, take me there as fast as you can and see if my car is even there, right? So we're on the way. We turn the corner. I'm like, Steve guy, do you think that it's going to be there? He's like, I believe it is, bro. Let's see. We turn the corner. There's the car. Oh, righty. We're almost out, right? Parking ticket on the window. It's oh, never man. ending. Oh, never man. ending. I'm like, all right, Steve, I gotta go. I'm hungover. I gotta drive straight to Chicago. So if I don't leave right now, I'm not gonna make the show. Yeah. So five coffees in, no food, no sleep. Everything that you can imagine has gone wrong. But we're almost out of it now, right? We're almost out of whatever this weird dilemma is that I'm at. Drive the six hours to the show. Promoter says, all right, I want you to go with this guy, really bad wrestler, a very known luchador that is the Worst ever. Okay, <laughs> and we want you to do two out of three falls. No sleep oh. since oh. Thursday. no sleep since Thursday. Come and I'm on. looking at this. I'm like, dude, it was the only time in my career that I thought, grab your bags and get out of there, bro. It was the only time that I was going to leave a show and just like, just who cares what happens afterwards, right? Right. It's like you can't do that. You need the payday. Everything's fine. You got your car. You got your everything's good, right? Okay, we do the match. I made it as quick as possible because I just don't I don't want to do it, right? I'm just I'm gonna use my status to not do what I don't want to do. So we right. do the match, whatever, I'm fine. I change, I go out to my car, I leave my bag in my car, I come back in, I'm watching the main event. And again, the way that my life was, um, I get a vodka tonic, of course, just because yeah, yeah. you just gotta keep it going, you know, yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. gonna do that party and then go to work, it just wasn't gonna end, right? This is years like this. Of course. And I'm watching the main event. And next thing you know, the only thing that I remember is um, waking up in the hospital. But I'm going to come back. The people that saw it, they describe it as like if something electric was connected. If you disconnect it, it just – and I fell oh, straight geez. on my face on the stairs. Wow. I have a very foggy memory of uh, Bondolero, Billy Star, yeah. of me looking up at him and him like yelling, Gringo, Gringo, respond. And I'm, I'm like, why are you yelling at me, bro? Because like, very confused, right? He's yeah, like, of course. Respond, respond. That is the last memory that I have. And then I wake up in the hospital, like, people crying around me, like, the promoter of Galley, like, uh, uh, my girl at the time, just, you know, Mojo came, like, Chico came. All these people came and they were crying. I'm just like, I don't know what happened to me at this point. So the doctor comes in. 
And I'm like, man, dude, I hope I didn't kill anybody accidentally. Like, I don't know what just happened, but this is bad because I've never, ever been in a hospital, even for, like, the flu. Right. Like, nothing. Not even a broken nothing. Anything. Not a sprain. So I'm like, this is bad. So the doctor comes in. He's like, Santo, how you doing? I'm like, I don't know, bro. You tell me. How am I doing? He's like, I'm going to give you a little uh, uh, bit of information that might be a little shocking. I'm like, oh, God. I think this is going to be bad news, bro. Like, what could he say that could be good news at this point? Right. Right. He's like, you weren't with us for a little while. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, your heart stopped. I was like, you got to be kidding me, man. What does that mean? Like, did I die? He's like, you weren't with us for a little while. He, I don't think, like, he can say, yeah, you died. Right. He's right. like, you you were gone for about two and a half minutes, man. I'm like, wow, okay. And then what happened? They were like, well, they shot you back to life. And here we are. You're very yeah. lucky to be here. I just start bawling in front of the doctor. Like, how does this, something like this happen to a 31-year-old uh, you know, adult, male, yeah, like yeah. healthy for more or less, you know, never had I mean, you're very active. So anyway, I'll try to push through this a little faster. They put you, they, you know, throughout the week, they put me through like the weirdest, largest heart machines you've ever seen. Like alien type stuff. All these rooms are freezing cold. I don't know why. Again, I've never been in a hospital. I'm looking around like this is like, whatever happened is very serious. Right, right. Mm. And I don't know. If I'm okay, because they keep checking to make sure if my heart is functioning properly. That's the right. scary part, right? Yeah. For what? It, yeah, yeah. For what? Because they don't have an answer yet. They're like, they're like, what if it happens in the hospital again? I'm freaking out, you know. So, um, all these tests happen, all the the big machines happen, and then uh, they say, you know what? We don't we don't really have an answer for you. So, what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to put a pacemaker in you. I was like, dude, that's not normal, is it? They were like. Well, just in case, we don't think it's going to happen again, but just in case, uh, you know, if your heart decides to stop, this is going to save your life, and um, you're not going to have any issues. I was like, dude, you're telling me I'm going to have a heart surgery. I've never been in here for, for pneumonia. I've never been in the hospital for a cold. You're going right. to operate on my heart. He's like, that's that's what we have to do. Otherwise, we can't let, we can't discharge you. I looked at my girl. I was like, man, dude, this is, I don't, I don't know. Do I have an option right. in, in this? Right. And he's like, no. So I'm forced into a heart surgery, bro. Wow. Yeah. And I'm sitting in, just kind of pushed through it a little bit. I'm, I'm sitting in, like, the waiting area before they operate. And I'm, like, having the biggest panic attack. You know, you, as you can imagine, like, yeah. shaking. And they have people there. Like, she's a nurse that calm you down. She's like, why would you be nervous? He's, like, the best heart. He's, like, the best pacemaker putter in her, like, in, in the area. Like, mm-hmm. he's the best. You have the best. I wouldn't worry about it at all. I'm like... All right, so I just I closed my eyes, I clenched my fist. They took me into the room again. It's freezing, which I want to kind of Google to see why these all these rooms they took me in were like freezing cold. Probably a sanitary. Is it? Yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah, keep the room sterile. Okay, so uh, there's a funny story about this. So like um, once they put you under, I wanted to like feel the difference. So I the nurse was like, all right, grab my hand. I'll tell you. I'll count down from three, two, one. And uh, I just wanted to feel the difference, right? So she counts down, and then like you're instantly drunk. It's it's <laughs> unbelievable, bro. Like you're, you're like normally like oh I'm gonna have a heart surgery. This is great. All right, you ready, Mrs. Santo? Three, two, one. And whatever hits your stream in the bloodstream, it's like oh that's what you guys were talking about. That is amazing. I, I can hear myself slurring and stuff. But there's a funny story. So he's operating on my heart. You can't feel or see anything, right? Yeah, yeah. But you can like hear their voices. So I'm like uh, half under. They didn't knock me out. Oh wow! Time. Yeah. I was about to say, Hold on a second. It sounded like you're up. You're awake. I was half out. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't know why protocol is what the way it is, but did you have to respond to them at all? Yeah. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, I'm like, dude, I just had my cornea replaced. They yeah. put me out. They're putting something in your heart. That's like. what I'm saying, dude. 
I was surprised that I wasn't all the way out. But anyway, like, I'm feeling amazing, right? <laughs> For, I don't know what they use, but uh, there's a funny story. So he's operating on my heart. I'm talking to the nurse, talking about whatever. And I was in, and then uh, I was like, hey, uh, what's his name? I was like, Dr. Kinder. He's like, how you doing, Mr. Santa? I was like, hey, man, um, am I going to be able to get a handicap flagger so I could park closer to Target? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like... I have never had somebody joke with me while I'm operating in the heart. Just said, you are one of a kind. I was like, so does that mean yes? <laughs> I mean, hey, we're sitting there laughing while he's like doing this thing to my heart. He, he said nobody has ever had a sense of humor like uh, like me while being operated on, you know. So did you get the placard? I didn't. I didn't because I'm completely healthy. I didn't. I, I came out of the hospital with no Damn meds, with, with no meds, no, oh, uh, no side effects. Yeah. Wow. But, um, uh, there was another part I was going to tell you guys about, but, uh, da, 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 da. oh, so there's another funny part. So, like, I have that done. you got to be in the bed for a day and a half or two days. Of course. So, funny story, of course, me being Gringo Loco. I'm in Berwyn, which is a primarily Latino. Of course. You know, so we have some couple hot nurses, right? All right, all right. So they make me uh, do laps around the little desk. <laughs> I purposely left my gown on the back. <laughs> I was the goods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then, I was, and then, I mean, like, again, this is a day out of surgery, and I just have the, the best sense of humor. I'm like, oh, did I leave it open? I'm sorry. And, like, making sure they all saw all the goods. Yeah. The goods. They, they said they had never seen – again, what happened to me is usually what happens to, like, 80-year-olds. So mm-hmm. I'm obviously the youngest patient they've ever seen. But, um, yeah, that I was in great, great spirits, and I just had to stay in there for observation or whatever. But, uh, yeah, no meds. No side effects. Like I've been, I've been pretty, pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, the doctor, uh, the doctor told me that uh, we just gotta just be careful. The second question out of my mouth once I finally woke up was, uh, "Can I keep? Can I, can I continue wrestling?" Yeah. Right. And he says, "We have to, we have to see." Yeah. yeah but yeah. like, long story short, he was like, "Yeah, you can continue doing whatever you're doing. You just had a really bad night." Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I told him my my history of like how I was living. He was like, "Yeah, you need to, you need to like." Sleep, dude. <laughs> you need to sleep and like, drink more water. And, like, you need to like live more, no more normal life. So I have been. I, have been. I can't go as hard as I used to, but I, well, still man, you know, selfishly, uh, we, we need you to take care of yourself. Yeah, right? yes. we, uh, we, we still want Gringo Loco around for a very yeah. long time, brother. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> so to piggyback off that, man, um, sure. let me like take us inside your mind, like when your first time back in the ring, like how oh, did yeah. it feel, so, or yeah. even training. Yo, so that was when uh, Skyday was still in town. So, yeah. I mean, um, I was told beginning of March. This happened in November. Okay. Uh, right at Thanksgiving. They were, um, you know, they were saying the beginning of March, don't do much. And Skyday was in town, and I started doing roles and training at oh, the, in the middle of January, which is probably. Oh, man. I just couldn't, I couldn't stay away. Like, I couldn't, right? I, was, I would do very little, but I would do stuff that I wasn't supposed to be doing. And, um,. By the time that I got to that March appointment to see if I could start doing stuff, I had already done two matches in Cleveland Come on. and Galley, and I had been training more and more each day. Wow. Oh God. Yeah. And then I was like, you sure, Doc, I can start wrestling? And I had already had two matches on my belt, and he's like, he's like yeah, I think, you, I think we're okay to do stuff now. I think. And I had already, I had already done the drive again, and like, oh. I had already, like, me and Steve Payne had just did, like, the craziest match and we won the titles like it was a whole thing thankfully he didn't pull out his cell phone and go well it seems like you're okay <laughs> yeah, for real that would have been bad but how, how were you feeling like nerves oh, wise yeah. you know like that first match back 
Yeah, those uh, the first match was very nerve wracking because uh, again, like me and Payne, if we're gonna go, we're gonna go, and we're gonna do all of our stuff. We can't just shortchange it because I had a heart attack. Right. We gotta keep, we gotta keep on going ninety miles an hour, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those first couple of matches after the match, and you get behind the curtain, you just, I don't. It was a weird feeling, like obviously your your adrenaline is going, but you feel like a little out of breath, like man, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. That actually happened for the first year. Like I would go to city after city, and it would just be like. Uh, a more intense, uh, anxious feeling of like I need to calm down faster, which right. is not normal, right? right? But I just wanted to not feel anxious about uh, the match and just thinking about it and just freaking out. But uh, that has since passed. Like it, it doesn't happen anymore. I feel like, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I imagine anytime your heart's really racing right. for a while, exactly. there you're like, oh crap. Yeah, it was just more. I was more intuitive about. Uh, I was just more in depth of like. Um, aware of my heart and what it was doing. Yeah. And, like, before, I was just like, oh, I'm out of breath. Like, I need to calm down in the next five minutes. But now it's like, yeah, my heart's beating fast. It shouldn't be going this fast. Yeah, I, yeah. I need to stop. I need to sit down. I need to go outside. Yeah, like, but now it's it's more of a normal thing when I get out of the room. You never know, man. You know, it's, it's bad to say or shitty to say, but, you know, that could have been, like, a blessing in disguise because, you know, if, if, if you would have kept going, I'm assuming you would have kept going 90 miles an hour yeah. nonstop, and uh, thankfully it wasn't as bad. It was bad. But it wasn't as bad as it could have yeah. been. I mean, unfortunately, there's tons of stories that yeah. end out end up the bad way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, and I and I came out came out really unscathed. Just a lot of medical bills, but like in terms of like yeah. permanent damage, because again, if my heart stopped and the brain didn't get oxygen for two minutes, I could have been like retarded. Of course. Like for real, I could have yeah, been yeah. like a slow adult right now. Right, I wouldn't right. have been. I wouldn't have been able to do anything in the ring. Like that would have been so bad. That would have been probably Greenville local yeah. for a different reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been watching the show. Yeah. Before, yeah. No doubt, I'm just really happy the way things everything turned out because, uh, like, when I cut that promo at Freelance, like, it wasn't um, – I didn't have permission to do that, by the way. Like, uh-huh. Ego, Ego grabbed the mic, and then he gave it to me, and it was not planned. Oh, like, that was straight from my – I ended it with from my broken heart because yeah, yeah. it was, like, it was broken at the time, and it was a year. And, um, I mean, I just told the fans because I don't think anybody really knew. Nobody really no. knew at that point. It was uh-huh. like, I'm, I'm kind of – I don't know. Secretive in my private life for the you're most just, part. You're private. Yeah. 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 But, honestly, you know, like, thanks for being here. You know, it's yeah. really none of the fans' business. Uh, yeah, I kind of you know felt that in a way, but I felt like at that point they needed to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I'm doing all this stuff, but um, I have, like, a situation going yeah, on that yeah. you want to be aware of, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember uh, we were in the crowd. I don't, I don't know if you were there. I know I was definitely in the crowd, that, that show. I was, uh, yeah. when, when you cut that promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had actually brought two cousins with me. Uh, because they lost a bet. Mm. They're one of those that make fun of wrestling fans. Wow. Oh, you know, they're they're in the end of those who are like, oh, wrestling's gay, mm-hmm. wrestling's mm-hmm. for this, wrestling mm-hmm. for that, you know, like, girl, you know. But uh, so they lost a bet. I'm like, just come to a show. Guarantee you're going to have the fucking time. Exactly. Um, my, my more hard-headed cousin, he didn't like the show. Uh, he was like, it was cool, not for me. But the only thing that he did like was you. Wow. I, and I I, I, I promise I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. He legit said, he's like, yo, I got nothing but respect for that dude. Like, not going to lie, didn't even know your name. He oh. was just like that dude who cut the, the promo, the yeah. speech at the end. You know, I told him like, oh, that's fucking Gringo Local. He's like, yeah. like, dude, he goes, I got nothing. He's like, he goes, I wanted to cry. He's like, because 
He's like, you know... He just gave me goosebumps. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> to, to come back from the shit that he did, yeah. he's like, that's wild, man. He's like, you got to keep me like posting like what this guy does. That's awesome. He's man. just like, I'm probably not going to come back to a show. He's <laughs> like, but he has a fan for what it's worth. <laughs> that's, I mean, if I can create a fan out of someone <laughs> yeah. like that, then the sky's yeah, like, the limit yeah, at that point. Legit, like, he doesn't care for the wrestling. Like, yeah. just not his thing. Sure. And, hey, whatever. We all like what we like and don't like. Sure. But he legit said, he's like, to know that dude was doing the shit that he was doing out there... Like, he was killing it, and he was exciting, and then to hear that, you know, a year ago he had a heart attack or, yeah. or you know, whatever. Yeah. When like, I heard that, I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, no way. Yeah. That's when everybody became aware, like, yeah. Yeah, you know, and, and I and I think as wrestling fans, um, and I, I don't want to speak for all of us because not all of us are emotionally as emotionally invested, but, like, that makes us want to go harder for you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we know how hard you go for us, so it's like... The least we can do is, like, show some of that love back, you know? Like, when you come out, you know... Oh, and I feel it. I wanted to let you guys know, <laughs> you and just the rest of the crew, like... I think I sent a text one time to Enrique. I was like, you guys are really pretty much the reason I breathe at this point. Because I was pretty down, and then, like, I was only just riding the freelance wave. And I was like... It was just kept 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 me going on the trajectory that I was going on, you know? And now that's kind of led to other things, yeah. but... Yeah, you guys definitely are, are one of a kind. I really enjoy <laughs> doing freelance when you guys are in the house, for sure. Oh, no doubt, man. We, we try not to miss a show. Like I said, we missed you at the anniversary show. but Yeah, uh, which yeah. I'm very unhappy about. But, I mean, you know, what can I do? Oh, you know, no doubt. You know, there'll, there'll be other shows I'm sure I'm sure you'll be back at. Yeah. Hey, listen, anytime you need a boost, like, just we'll get a conference call together. <laughs> we'll get that Gringo Loco chat for you. <laughs> hey, I saw you got an iPhone, so I think FaceTime does, like, up to 20 people now. Nice. So we'll can you imagine? I got I got that iPhone too. We're good. Yes. We're good. <laughs> for sure, brother. For sure. How about um? So for right now, obviously, you know, you said this past, you know, you gave us a little bit of history and your medical, you know, what happened, and uh, you said this weekend you met Rey Mysterio, you know, who's a legend. Um, I imagine in just 15 career, 15, 16 year career that you've had, you've uh, you've wrestled just about so many people. Sure. Is there uh, some like who's what are some people that are still left on that uh? That checklist that Gringo Locos got. Oh, after this weekend, Rey Mysterio is definitely on that list, man, because he killed it at Arrow Lucha, and I was like, man, if I can just get that chance. Yeah, I just look at, like, the guys he was in there with, they're all super awesome, but I know the work that they've put in, and they absolutely deserve it. Strickland Phoenix was in that match. Oh, yeah. Um, There was a really good base called Black Taurus. I don't know if you know him. Mm -hmm. He's really good. But everybody that was in that ring absolutely deserved to be there. I would like to put in all the work that's needed to get to that level one day. Right. Like, Mysterio's on a different level. He still he still goes hard on yeah. every show, no matter what. It's wild, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mysterio's the mecca for you. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and then if you want to count, like, Mexico guys, I mean, yeah. obviously, the the new Mystico, Baltimore yeah. Jr., we're talking, like, MVP guys now. Right, like, right. These guys are top-notch luchadors, you know what I mean? I just want to... I got asked the other day, like, what's the goal? Like, what are you going towards? And I, the only answer I had was I just want to kill it with, like, the best in the business. Yeah. I don't really have any other goal other right. than that. I just want to kill it with people That's who, are, who who know what's up in Lucha and just keep keep the ride, keep riding this wave on whatever I'm on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you do it well. How, how did you... So how did you get into lucha? Because your 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 style is very lucha libre. Yeah. Uh, which is very different than you know the American style of professional sure, wrestling. Very different. So how did you get into that? Like. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool story. So like you know, as a kid, Saturday morning, you flip through channels, you th- you see wrestling larger than life. 
Of course. Uh, these uh, characters like killing, doing squash matches, but like, yeah. I was like, damn, man, this, they're so flashy and they're so strong. Like, that's that would be awesome if I could be in a wrestling ring one day. And then um, we get to the high school uh, era, and uh, we discovered a gymnastics gym with the blue tumbling floor. Nice. I was like, dude, we could probably wrestle here. Let's ask him if we can do it. You know, let's, what a like, kid. let's just yeah, let's just ask him if we can do it. And like, this lady was so nice. Her name was Diane. She was like a gold medalist for uh, gymnastics. Wow. She was so nice, dude. Every Wednesday we'd go. We had to pay a little fee. Yeah. We would set up our little area on the blue floor, and we would do all the signature moves that we saw on TV. Nice. Like, like if I had to sell a stunner, a pedigree, a pearl river plunge, a rock bottom, the pearl river plunge. bro, we would do everything that we saw on Superstars, but perfect. <laughs> It was, it was like the best time uh, up until that point for me in wrestling. So we start wrestling, and then we started getting more in-depth. Like, we didn't know what spots were, right? We didn't know how to put it together. Like, we're just kids. We're just fans. You're just wrestling. You're wrestling. Peace. Yeah. So yeah. going back to, like, how we got in Lucha Libre, so an actual wrestler came in, and he was like, oh, you guys are pretty good. Uh, throw me a couple punches and just see how it looks. And then we watched the video back, and he was an actual wrestler, right? He was selling so well. I was like, dude, this is so cool. Like, we met a real wrestler. So, like, <laughs> he came back the next week. We were praying that he would come back the next week, right? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys should come to this gym with me, man. I have, a, I have an actual ring, and you can roll around. Like, our jaws dropped. We were like, dude, this is happening. We're about to get a wrestling ring. So we went the next week, and it was a Lucha Libre gym. That's why I'm so Lucha, attached man. to Lucha Libre. Okay. Um, I didn't know what the hell Lucha Libre was back then, but yeah. once I saw those guys doing what they were doing, uh, compared to what I saw on TV, I was... I was uh, leaning towards Lucha Libre more. And yeah. now, you know, present day, look at how big of a boom Lucha Libre is in yeah. the States. It it's everywhere. Like that. It, it's everywhere, it whether, was, whether you call it Lucha or not. I yeah. mean, a lot of the things that are happening is Lucha. I mean, yeah. Phoenix is Lucha, Penta is Lucha, like, Absolutely. Ray, you know, some of the biggest shows uh, being put on now are Lucha Libre shows, you know, yeah, or yeah. at least at least have one Lucha Libre match on their card. You have yeah. to. I think you kind of, it's kind of the, the, the known thing now. Yeah. You know I mean, it wasn't yeah, always absolutely. like that when I first got in, like, it was a very kayfabe thing. Like, if you didn't know where it was, you're not going to be able to go. Yeah. It was only just the families of the wrestlers and stuff. But that was a, that was a good, fun time in my career, man. Um, they, they actually named me Gringo Loco back then. I was using the name Time Page. I don't know if you guys know oh, that. I don't know. Yeah, I was Time Page, which doesn't make any sense. Don't time ask, Page? Don't ask me where it came from, but <laughs> I just thought it sounded cool, and I wrote it all weird, like T-Y-M-E. It's just a thing. It was high school. <laughs> right, right, right. I wrote it like graffiti. It was so lame. <laughs> um, but then, uh, so I would work the Lucha Libre shows, and I they always used to relate me to Gringo Loco, Art Bar. I never knew who the guy was, right? Yeah. A couple years later, I saw a video of him with Eddie Guerrero, and I was like, it is so similar, the style. I kind of knew that that was my calling, that I had to get to Mexico City and do that. Nice. Yeah, right at that moment. And then I, the goal from there was always to get to Mexico City. Awesome. So right out of high school, I went to Mexico City for a couple of years. And it wow. just started growing. Like, the, the whole path has just been a weird, rocky, wild ride. It's been worth every every second, though. So, so did you live in Mexico City? Yeah, off and on for four years. Wow. Yeah. I, I didn't know the language, brother. I didn't know a, I was just where gonna ask, to go. Is that like, where you picked up the language over there? 100%. No schooling whatsoever. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I had a lot of luck down there and, uh, you know, ups and downs as usual, but, uh, I wouldn't change that for the world, man. It was, it was the greatest experience so far in my career. It's pretty much taught me everything that I do in the ring now. Yeah. 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 I bet that's had to be a hell of a learning experience yeah. just cause it's sink or swim out there, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you're a foreigner without knowing the language, it was a little difficult. Right. Right. But I'm the type of guy that like, you know, I would be in a locker room and then I would hear all these laughs. And I wanted to know what they were laughing about. I wanted to know what the hell the joke was, right? Yeah. And I learned the language. 
within like a year and a half, and I was able to laugh at those guys. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least a little bit, so I can understand what they were saying. But of course. Uh, looking back on that, the jokes weren't as funny as they <laughs> seemed. Right, right. It's usually just like, oh, okay, that wasn't that funny. But like, they make it a big deal. Yeah. But I learned language for it, so I guess it was worth it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. And, and now it actually definitely helps out. Yeah. You know, what you do now, you absolutely. can, you know, you can cut a promo in English, Spanish, and yeah. it helps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned, you know, the jokes were not as funny as, you know, but... One of the funniest things that Hank and I have heard at a, in a wrestling at a wrestling show in the last like I don't know maybe like a year or two was we were at Gali and who was the wrestler? Oh, uh, dude, uh, Chico Suave. Yeah, so Chico Suave is in the ring. Oh man! And I- these guys behind us start chanting Winnie Pooh. <laughs> Winnie Pooh. Winnie Pooh. Winnie Pooh. We just like, like died. <laughs> it just I, died. I died because it's just like. I, I love I love the golly environment, right? Because those fans are passionate. Yep. Yeah. But they it's are. also like in my mind, I, I I enjoy being a jerk at times, being an asshole. I love sure. busting balls. Sure. So I can I put myself in the mindset of these fans, to where there's a little bit of a, a language barrier, and they just want to bust Chico Suave's balls. Yes. You know, he comes out. You know, he he's got his build. You know, I'm not one to talk, but you know, he's he's a little bigger dude. Yeah. And he comes out with like this orangish blondish hair that really wasn't blonde or whatever. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out what it is. <laughs> you just called the Chico. So, so you know these fans behind us, they just start chanting Winnie Pooh, and in, in my mind it cracks me up because they're trying to bust his balls and call right. him Winnie the Pooh. Right. But uh, they're just, they're just like so Spanish right. and English is so broken that yeah. all they can get is Winnie, Winnie Pooh. Pooh. And I don't know why I found that so funny, bro. That is like, funny, dude. It, it, it was just so wild to me. It, it was wrestling crowds, you know, not to toot our own horn in Chicago. I think we had some really good fans, man, like in, in all different levels of it. Sure. Um, you know, obviously when WWE comes to town, a lot of good fans. And, you know, not excluding our area. I don't want to blow smoke over it, you know, but, like, the fans are freelance react to stuff as well. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know yeah. so. They, it, let me tell you, the atmosphere of a galley show compared to freelance – there's a difference, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think one is preferred over the other. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, yeah. But that's, I mean, that's how that's how vast the wrestling world is in terms of fans, you know. You have to know your crowd. Like, I play a heel at uh, Galley. Yeah, yeah. And I come out. I don't know if you guys were at Tally Hall. No, I mean, I've been there. I brought the tortillas back out because oh, it was a hilarious. bigger, it was a bigger crowd. It was uh, Kids Day in Mexico. <laughs> that's awesome. And it, it just got, it just got over so well, you know. You got to <laughs> do it for certain situations. It's funny because I think. Uh, I haven't been to many galley shows, maybe like three or four. Yeah. But and like the first time I saw you, I wanted to cheer for you, but then I really was like, oh wait, he's a heel. I'm like, fuck. Like. The first time right. you saw me was at galley. No, 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 no. Oh. The first time I saw, like, when I saw you at oh, galley. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys first saw me at Freelance? Yeah, I, yes. I saw you okay. first at Freelance. Yeah, yes, yes. Like oh, quite a few times, gotcha. and then I finally made it to a, to a galley show, gotcha. and then I had seen you out there. And like I popped, yeah. I didn't know you're on the crowd on the card. I was like, yeah. oh hell yeah, Gringo Loco, and you know, there's like four of us there that like you go to the usual shows. Sure. But then just like, oh wait, he's being a heel now. Like fuck, all right, cool. We'll give we'll give him the heel treatment then. Yeah. They wised me up before I got in. They're like, yeah, yeah, Gringo's uh, he's a heel. He's a heel here. I'm like, okay, all right. I think we still chanted for you though. Hey, you guys are free to do whatever the hell you want. Man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like we're going Gringo Loco, and everybody else was going. 
puto! Well, they love at the college. They love that word, puto. They do, man. <laughs> I think it's the number one word that's used there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. So, um, you know, kind of a, a few last things maybe to ask you is, um, you know, you're you're very uh, active on your social media. Um, you know, Gringo Local, aka the Base God. Mm-hmm. You put up a lot of training videos on there. Yeah. And uh, I really like training. <laughs> I, you know, I, I can tell. I really it, 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 obviously, yeah. it, it does. It does come through because it looks like you take pride in that training and uh, being that base for you know. I, I'm gonna specifically say, uh, what's that, Isai? I I love that he came up in this yeah. podcast because he's my favorite person. Dude, right the, now. The, yeah. I mean, the first time I saw him was in Milwaukee. Yeah. He had no gear, so everyone started calling him sweatpants. And how over did sweatpants get? I got over. Let's go sweatpants, bro. but in all unison, bro. It, like, it got I was over. So, I hooked him so hard that night. I was like, dude, I knew it. I'm not an idiot. I knew this was going to work. Regardless of what you're wearing, it's you. Yeah. You're awesome. And yeah. he was like, thanks, man. He was like the happiest dude I ever. I don't remember. Somebody somebody had mentioned, like, oh, but he wrestled in sweatpants. I was like, it, like, yeah. it, it looks and like a fence. He's awesome. And yeah. it doesn't, I don't see how it's, it doesn't stop him from doing anything. No. You know, and then, so I think by the second time I saw him wrestle, I realized I'm like, it's the fucking kid in all the Gringos videos. Like, yeah, you knew you put two and two together. Yeah, that was like, oh man, I'm like, you know, the kid's good, man. Yeah, he is. He's gonna be something special. I'm calling it right now. Major star. Kid, how old is he? He's got to be. He just turned 25. Wow. Yeah. Young a dude, days ago. Man. Yeah, and he is. I used to have a very favorite uh, person to work with, uh, Mini Charlie Manson. I don't know if you guys go that far back, but he was a not. luchador from AAA that we tagged, and then we had a rivalry. Like he was my favorite dude to work with. That person now takes the cake. It's Isai, for yeah. sure. Like, he's so agile. I tell him one time, and he gets it. Wow. wow. There's no wasting time with him. He, we don't have to do it a million times. It's yeah, like, yeah. can you do this or not? Yes. And do you try? We have full confidence now at training. Like, awesome. I could tell him to jump off the roof into a, a damn Tijeras, and he <laughs> will do it because he knows if I'm telling him to do it, it's going to come off perfect. That's wild. Yeah. I, ju- awesome. I just saw I've some clip like that Russell Unicorns posted. Um... I think you guys are at the top rope, and damn, I don't even remember right now, but it was just like such a wild move, and it was you and Isai. Uh, Isai? Isai? Yeah, Isai, but Isai. his family will chant Isai. Isai, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, that, that's what I was confusing, because I remember at uh, Zello, there, Isai. Right. But no, man, the kid's exciting, bro, he and is, you know, bro. and that's, uh, you know, kudos to you, because, you know, I know you put in the work with that guy, and, every, you know. Twice a week, every week, he never misses. That's awesome. And that's respectable, too. Like, for him to be so young and so hungry, I think he goes to other training during the week, too. And then I, I know for a fact he works out after training. Like, he's he's a machine, bro. He's focused, mm. huh? He is very focused on wrestling, and it's only going to take him to bigger and greener pastures. I mean, he's already getting booked in other states. That's he has say, three like, matches in under his belt right now. We're going to be doing uh, Hot Sauce Fest yeah, in yeah. Toyota Park both yeah. days. Nice. So, like... It, the ball is rolling for him. Cool, for cool. Sure. I, I definitely hope, you know, we get to see him a little more here around, the, obviously, the local area. Yeah. I'd like to see more of him. And, uh, I mean, I don't know, maybe see you two go at it a few more times yeah. or maybe even tag. Who knows? In due time. That would be an interesting yeah. thing, too, because we could also for invent sure. stuff for uh, tag team. Sure, sure. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, there's a... Uh, there's there's a built-in storyline for you guys if you ever want to go that way, you know. Yeah. Student Teacher versus, versus yeah. yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool, and uh, I definitely wanted to bring him up just because, you know, it, I, like I really do think he he's uh one of those names to look out for in the in the probably near future. So do I. You're not the only person saying that. Yeah. Isn't that weird how he's causing that. Yeah. Just just by being him, like he's not. Yeah. 
He's not really active on social media, but he's causing no. you to feel that, a, a number of other people to feel yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Me like, to feel that as a, as his teacher. I, I mean, just, I know because I'm with him. And I just know, dude. You're an enigma. I call him that all the time. <laughs> After every practice, like, dude, your progress is unheard of. It's every week. It's not. I don't miss a week. I tell him that every. How week. long has he been training? Uh, since September last oh, that's, that's what Whoa. I'm saying. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Wow, he's wow. he's wow. easily doing like a springboard dragon run on like nothing. I'm sure you know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah. yes. I'll be like, can you do it? Yeah, let's do it right now. But like, I'll just be like, yeah, springboard dragon run. Oh, I, there's a let me let me sidetrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it was our first it was our first match uh, at Zillow. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I came with a bag full of tricks and ideas, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, I'm gonna put the match together, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, listen, man. He said, if you want to do anything, whatever, put. Just tell me what you want to do. We'll plug it in. And like, I knew that I had taught him right because the only idea he had was, oh yeah, let's do a uh, flip over the top, dragon run to the outside to the floor. I'm like, I taught you right, man. <laughs> I love it. I was like, let's do it. Of course. Nice. Why would we do that? that I mean, he didn't That's say good. like, oh, can, you know, wrist lock. We'll do a headlock. Take that. No, we want to do a dragon run to the floor. Nice. Wow. Amazing. I love a kid that thinks like that. That's cool, man. That's it's really cool. Um, you got any other uh, young guys or students you're working with? We're working with them, but no, nowhere near the level. Not ready. No. Okay, well that's cool. I mean, you know, no disrespect to anyone else, but he's definitely head of the class at the moment. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Gonna be big. Gonna be big. Very cool. Very Mm -hmm. cool. It sounds like you you get a lot of enjoyment out of the training as well. So yeah, I uh, I've always been though. Um, even. In the very beginning, when I found that Lucha Libre gym, I was there anytime they were there. Nice. When I went down to Mexico City, I was there three, four times a week. If anybody would come train, I would be there. Nice. Now it's in Chicago. Now I, you know, we used to be trained by Discovery, which is yep. a legendary luchador. He left for whatever. Now I got thrown into the head position, and I'm there every Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. I don't care who's there. I'm just like, let's get it. Like, yeah, I, 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 I kind of know the secret. The more work, the more real work you put in. It's obviously leading me to where I'm trying to go anyway, just just right. based on the work you put in. So that's awesome. I'm putting it in, man. Just yeah, for the best, I, I like uh, I like following you in your social media accounts, man. You see a lot of the the locals, you know, at the at the gym. Sure. And it's cool to see you guys doing your thing, man. A little yeah. peek behind the curtain. Absolutely. Yeah. But cool, man. Um, you know, before we wrap this up, is there uh, you have anything else you want to ask them or? Not necessarily ask, but you know, we'd like to. Piggybacking off of the, your social media, why don't you why don't you get your plugs in? Yeah. Uh, let let people know where you can where you can be found. Coming up or your social media. Maybe? Just the hot sauce fest next uh, next weekend, and then we have uh, Pentagon at Galley that same yeah. Sunday, so two shows on Sunday. Nice. Uh, what else we got? July's kind of getting hacked. We'll see. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let you guys know. I mean, I'm always Absolutely. active on social Absolutely. media, but um, it's Twitter at uh, at Gringo Loco OG. Uh, I am Base God uh, on Instagram. The shoot name is Charlie Santo on Facebook. <laughs> right. And uh, just keep a lookout uh, for the videos that are sure to come because they come every week. So. Yeah, and when we get this up on uh, online, uh, we'll make sure to, to link everything up for you. Awesome, man. I yeah. appreciate you guys, especially yeah. being the first guest. It's such an honor, man. Yeah, Thank hey, you. man, uh, thanks for making time. Thanks for coming for out. Sure. Like, I, I know it. you got a busy schedule, man. Sure, and. Man. Uh, you know, with everything that we've discussed today, we're happy that you're uh, that you're doing what you love to do and that you're healthy, man. Yeah, thank you guys, man. So, I'm uh, happy so, I'm healthy too. <laughs> you know, I I like to say uh, a lot, you know, especially to the wrestlers, like you know, keep bringing the funk, man. We'll keep bringing the noise. That's all. Oh, that's yeah. all we can do. That's right. That's right. I agree. All right, brother. Well, thanks for your time, and uh, hopefully we'll do this again sometime. Thank you, guys. I really right. appreciate it. Thank you. All right, Gringo Local. Thank you for your time. <laughs>